Hey, everybody, welcome to a special episode of Track Talk. Today, I'm bringing you an excerpt from Live from My Drum Room with the great Bill Gibson of Huey Lewis and the News. This was from June of 2020. And in this little excerpt, we talk about sports, of course, Huey's big, big record from 1983. And uh, their huge single, Power of Love, from the movie Back to the Future, probably their signature song, a number one hit. And uh, Bill gives us a little inside information on the song to the recording of it. Uh, and we talk about Bill's playing. And of course, I'm going to play the track for you as well at the end of it. So check it out. This is Bill Gibson from Huey Lewis and the News from June 2020. And uh, enjoy Power of Love by Huey Lewis, one of my favorite songs. Dig it. I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. How did you get the gig with Huey Lewis, which you kind of talked about? Maybe you can give a little bit more info on how all that came together. Yeah. Uh, Huey Lewis and the News is the union of two bands, two local Marin County bands. Huey and Sean were in a band called Clover. And uh, Johnny Cola, Mario Cipollina, and myself were in a band called Soundhole. And we were all playing the same clubs. I mean, back then there was club, you know, you could play clubs all over the Bay area, you know, and we used to do, we'd, we'd just leapfrog each other around all the clubs in the Bay area. Yeah. And uh, so it's really just the union of the two bands. We were all friends. Well, uh, we were all friends before we were bandmates. And, uh, uh, so that's really just the union of the two bands. I didn't audition. There was no audition or there was not, nothing like that. You know, I just, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we put the two bands together and that was, that was it. Yep. Yeah. That's, and you know, and it, and it, it, it always seemed that way to me, like an, a really organic thing where like, and I, I did in the early days, I didn't know the history of the two bands. I just, it just seemed like you guys were all buddies from the Bay area, basically that knew each other and, and, had this band from when you were younger that you paid your dues playing clubs and, and, yeah. and, so, and, and talking about that, one of the questions I had is, so when you guys did the, did your first record, there was a record before picture this, right? There was yeah. one that was before that. Self-titled, you really listen to the news. Yeah. And, and so you guys were, pro I'm guessing you were playing like the club circuit and like writing tunes and, and playing those tunes live. And then you just went into the studio same same sort of format for the second record like yep exactly like didn't didn't write stuff in the studio you just you knew the tunes cold you went in and you it's like no we never wrote in the studio we always yeah. had we'd always write at home in groups of twos and threes and um and then go to the rehearsal hall and woodshed them get them ready to to record then go in the studio and record them yeah yeah and probably played a lot of the songs live to really kind of get them tight before you yeah. go in and yeah really exactly. yeah because i mean they, they all sound i mean they you know i mean it's 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 a recording so of course you're always going to use your best takes but they they in my mind they sound like songs you probably just knew inside backwards out. and inside out yeah. yeah yeah well yeah and a, a good example of that is we had recorded harder rock and roll for sports and we and once we got done with that record we had to hold it from Chrysalis Records at the time. We had to keep it from the record company because they, they were in turmoil. They were going right. through all kinds of business crap. And uh, 
we knew we had a good record, right? We knew we knew we had a good record. And we just didn't want to give them to them, have them drop the ball on it. So we said, we're going to hold on to it until you guys get your shit together. And, uh, and, and during that time, we went out on the road as, uh, and did a whole club tour as the sports section. We were called the sports section and wow. we did an entire clubs club tour. We'd show up at clubs as a band called the sports section. Nobody knew it was Huey Lewis in the news except the kind of the word leaked, you know, and yeah. pretty soon the clubs were packed, and, you know? Uh, so during that time we got off that tour, that was about a six week club tour of the entire United States. And we got off that tour and we realized that we were playing some of these tunes a lot better. So we went back in the studio and re-recorded Hard Rock and Roll. And that's the one that made it onto the sports album. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And so that would have been around 83, maybe? 83. 1983. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it, which is kind of cool because you'd already had a big hit with Do You Believe in Love before yeah. that. So you, like you say, if you'd gone out under your own name, you could have headlined as a, you know, I'm sure yeah. in the strength of that. And wow, that's really cool. That's a great, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and that year we also opened up for 38 Special and Loverboy. And they were they were doing they were big at the time, and yeah. we did arenas right. It was big arena tours, and we were opening up for both for both those bands. That was that was an awesome time, man. That was great. I'll bet, I'll bet. And then within a year, I mean, as soon as that record came out, everything just changed, though, right? I mean, that was. I remember our, our production manager Terry Persons coming up to coming up to us after one gig. We were out with Thirty Eight Special, and. Um, he came up to, to us after one of, the, she's, one of the shows and he said, you guys will be headlining this same place next year. And we looked at him kind of like, really? You think so? <laughs> I guarantee it. And sure enough, we were back at those same places the next year. headlining. Yeah. I feel like you guys, you guys toured for like a, probably a solid couple of years, right? Or at least a, a couple of cycles on that, on sports. On sports was, Yeah. Sports, we toured for two years. Four, we toured for two years. Small World, we toured for almost two years. So we 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 were we hit it pretty hard there for about actually from eighty two oh. from eighty two to ninety two, we were on the road. Yeah, yeah, solid, solid. At one point, we were gone. I was home for a total of one month out of fifteen. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Went around the world twice. <laughs> nice to get those air miles, but it's, <laughs> people think, you know, it's, it's the life, but you know, it's, that's. And, and I mean, it went so fast. Oh my gosh. That yeah. time went by so fast. I, you know, I, I think back on that, on that. and Wow. Too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was going to ask you too. The Ludwig kit, if I'm not mistaken, is what's in the Power of Love video. Is that? Yes. That's what you're playing. The Silver Sparkle. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's right. Wow. And you know, I that song is a uh, talk about a timeless song. Um, just knowing we were going to be chatting today, I've, I've just been listening to a, you know, kind of re-listening to a lot of those songs. And that's, I mean, all the songs, but that song is just it's it was just so made for. I hate to say made for radio, but it's just such a, cl it was a classic the minute it came out. 
you know, you knew it. It's, it's, it reminds me of like, and I, and I remember Huey saying this 10 years ago or something at a show. He said, uh, he said, who, maybe either he said, who knew, or we, or maybe, maybe we knew as soon as we recorded the song that we'd, we'd have to play it every night or something like that. Or, yeah, um, he'd say, he'd say, who knew that when we wrote and recorded this song, we'd have to play it every night of our lives. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know. There's worse problems to have, though. You know, it's it's a bigger problem. <laughs> but it reminds me, like like a, like a song like "Brown Sugar" by the Rolling Stones, where like that's one of those tunes that like, yep, you, you got to play it. You know, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, they'll be they'll be leaving there that night, going, it was great, but they didn't play "Power of Love." Why didn't they play it? Right. right. Yeah. I don't think but there's you, I, I don't think there's a show that we haven't played that we didn't play "Power of Love." That's that's just one that you have to. Yeah. You know, it's just so tied to us that. Yeah. Gotta play it. Great song. And great, it's a good song, song, too. Yeah, it is. It is. It, I, I, if, if I were you, I, I would love every second of playing that because it's. Yeah, it is a fun song to play. I like that. Yeah. Great stuff in it. And, you know, I, I to, a little more drum geeking, too. Like, I really appreciated the first time I heard it that, like, opening the hi-hats like during the sort of chorus section of it, like the intro and then like all those little subtle things that probably a lot of people miss. But as a drummer, you go, that is such a cool thing right there. Like instead of going to the ride symbol or it's like, no, I'm going to just open the hi-hat and I'm going to play it tight for the verse and then open it again. And it's, it's it's great. Yeah. Here's a little drum geek thing for you on that song. When we recorded it, we cut that at the record plant in Sausalito and Jim Gaines engineered it. Jim Gaines had, had engineered um, our, our second album picture this. And I believe he engineered sports as well. And uh, Jim is an old Stax guy from Memphis. He, he worked at Stax records back in the day. And uh, he, and then he kind of turned to uh, pop music. He, he, he recorded, Santana and and Steve Miller band fly like an eagle and all that stuff oh, you know yeah. so he went and he did journey stuff so we he was in town he was in Marin and we talked to him and he agreed to engineer so on power of love we're recording and if you listen closely in the bridge section mm-hmm. and there's there's two hits uh-uh they say that all in love is fair yeah but you don't care you Dude, that- Doom, bam, yeah. I go doom, bam, boom, bam. One's on the high tom, yeah. And the next one is on the floor tom. The microphone was muted, and so uh, the microphone was muted during the take. So you hear a really nice full high tom, doom, bam, and then you hear this kind of click, flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, the the, the floor tom mic was muted. Uh. <laughs> I would have, in, I would have insisted. I would have demanded you could go back and just, and just, you know. Yeah, but that just goes no, to I'm, show you that that doesn't make a, any difference whatsoever. Yeah. That was the number one song, you know. And yeah, it, yeah. Did that make a difference? Hell no. You know, and I think I feel like when I I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I thought that might have been a snare hit because it it sounded almost like a like a you know like a tighter. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Good bit of trivia there. 
And those little things you do in the hi-hat too, in that section that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the whole tune is, it's like a, a work of art. It really is. And, and every, everybody's playing, not, not just you, the other guys are good on it too. So yeah, Chris, Chris's solo on that's great. Oh man, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a monster guitar player. Yep. All right. Now here's the track, the power of love by Huey Lewis in the news from 1985, the movie back to the future. Uh, we didn't mention this during my chat with Bill, but there's a great scene in the movie you might recall where uh, Marty McFly's band is actually playing this song in the in the school auditorium. They're auditioning for a school dance, and Huey gets on the megaphone and says, you guys are just too damn loud. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's a classic. Anyway, check out the track. Bill does an amazing job playing on this song. It's one of my favorite songs by Huey Lewis in the News. Opening the song with the hi-hats open, a washy hi-hat sound. Then he closes them up, plays them tight during the verses, uh, during the instrumental section, during Chris Hayes' killer guitar solo. Bill talks about playing the tom-tom part where one of the, the floor tom mic was muted, so you hear this sort of weird click, and you don't hear the second tom hit that you would have heard otherwise the from the high to the low tom. So a little bit of trivia there. But anyway, all that aside, a classic track, a great song, uh, you know, stands the test of time for sure. So check it out. Enjoy it. I'll see you on the other side. Power of Love, Huey Lewis and the News coming at you. Thanks.
All right. Well, that's my show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please give it a like, leave a comment. Let me know what you thought. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, don't forget to download the podcast. And remember, no drummers are ever harmed on Track Talk or live from my drum room. So until next time, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you again real soon. And drummers, remember, when in doubt, leave it out. Okay. Thanks. See you soon.